Hey y'all, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we give real talk and real solutions to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Whether you are on step one or years into your own personal growth journey, we've got the tools you need to level up. So if you want to stop making excuses, start taking action, and grow into the person you are meant to be, then pop in your headphones and let's do this. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back. It's another week on the Fools in Love podcast. We are so pumped that you're here. And if you haven't listened before, welcome. And as always, welcome back our return listeners as well. And uh, Maggie, how you doing out there today? Oh, I'm so good. I really was hoping we could chat a little bit today about if we are actually setting ourselves up to fail. Wow, that's the complete reason we're here today. That is <laughs> awesome. That. It's amazing that you came to that. <laughs> So yeah, y'all, we're talking about today, are you really truly setting yourself up to fail? Now, when you first say that, a lot of us think like, well, of course, I'm not setting myself up to fail. Like, why would I want to fail? Why am I, why would you even think that I would do something if it wasn't going to succeed? And and the reality is most of us don't set out to do things so that they don't work out. We don't set out to do things so that our goals aren't met, but most of us, when we find ourselves trying to achieve certain things, we'll find ourselves in that situation of failure. We'll find it not working out. And when I say not working out, that might just mean that it's not working out the way you hoped. I think we can all kind of wrap our minds around that of things we've set, things we want to do that didn't necessarily pan out the way we were hoping. And then you kind of got to make adjustments. But one of the things when we were talking about this topic is a lot of times for us personally, and I'm guessing for y'all, you set yourself up with parameters that are not really conducive to the goal you're setting actually working out. Right. Self-sabotage. And okay, so I think that just off the bat, I just want to clarify something because I know that a lot of times, especially in this personal growth arena that we are in, we are always like, yeah, well, you know, failure isn't actually failure. Failure is growth. And while we totally subscribe to that idea for sure. That's not exactly where we're going with this today because clearly we know, and I'm sure you do too, that as we fail, fail, I'm quoting, you can't see that, we're actually learning and growing. So that's a really good part about it. But we're talking more today about like, are you sabotaging yourself? Are you hurting yourself before you can get to the level that you're trying to be at by doing just silly things that you know better to do? And sometimes you don't know better to do, but they're still ridiculous. And so that's where we're going today. Right. And I think as you're saying that, I mean, the reality too is, like you said, we are kind of flipping the script there. You don't, as I said at the intro, you you don't set out to fail. Like, yes, failure is part of us. It grows us. I truly believe me and you both and everyone out there are the people we are today because of the things we've experienced, because of the battles we've gone through, because we're on the other side of that. For better or worse, it has molded us, shaped us, and grown us into the people we are today. And so can we just say that? But also you have to be aware of the fact if you are self-sabotaging, as you said, if you are making yourself or putting yourself in the best environment for that goal to be successful, because granted, you can't give up when you fail. We know failure is growing you, 
But you also, it's not like the goal you set out to do. You're not like, cool, I want to try this new thing and I want to fall on my face and fail as miserably and as hard as I possibly can. Like that's not the goal. The goal is to achieve. But I know for us, a lot of times when we were talking about it, we were understanding that we're not really providing ourselves with a level playing field. And we, as we go on to our next steps we need to do, the challenges we face, we're not doing ourselves any favors and we're actually setting ourselves up to take the fall. Oh, gosh, yes. Many times. Can I tell them the story about the, the ads that we were Yes, please. Okay. So we, about a month ago, I don't even know when, about a month ago, I guess, we were doing a, we were attempting to do a relationship course, a mini course, a boot camp style course. And the course was done. It wasn't the course that was the problem. It was the ads. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to do the ads. And and just interrupt real quick. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like social media, like Facebook, Instagram ads oh, yeah, thank for you. people who don't know. Thank you. We were going to run ads on, on social. So mainly Facebook. So we're like, you know what? We are historically not great at doing these ads. We haven't quite learned the ins and out of them. But because we are so busy or whatever, we're like, we'll just give ourselves the weekend to do it. Now, it was like Saturday and we needed to start running these ads on Monday. And so, of course, we're like, well, you know, one day should be fine. One day was not fine, guys. One day was not fine. Everything went wrong. We did. We tried to like do it on. I think we didn't even make it. I think I don't even think we did it on the weekend. I think we slacked off all weekend or we're busy all weekend. We probably weren't even slacking. It just life happened. And so Monday afternoon at lunchtime, we decided we were going to get these ads up and going. So we had like 40 minutes to record an ad, edit an ad, get it all done. And we couldn't even get the recording done. Like everything, the lighting wasn't right and the room wasn't right and the yard wasn't right. And like no matter where we tried and what we tried, it just didn't feel good. And it was just rushed and horrible. And we set ourselves, we literally had set ourselves up to fail on this because we knew, historically speaking, that this was not our strong suit. We could not just knock this out in a lunch hour. And yet that's what exactly what we attempted to do. And it didn't go well. We did not get the product that we wanted when we were finished with those ads. It didn't feel like a what we had wanted, what we had set out to get. Right. And it wasn't a reflection of the effort that we had put into the course and the effort that we had put into everything else. But like you said, I think life happened one, but two, we procrastinated on it because it was something we didn't feel good about. We were fearful about it. So let's just be real with everyone out there. We didn't feel comfortable with doing it. We weren't happy doing it, which is why we could do all the other things, but we didn't do that. And we, matter of fact, put that off. And the scary part about it is, and think about this in your own life, y'all. Not only did we fail in creating it and every single thing went wrong, like Meg said, the lighting went wrong, the video went wrong, everything went wrong. We then used it as evidence to the fact that we were incapable of doing it in the first place, that our fears were realized, that we were right about the fact that we couldn't do it, even though the whole time we knew we were setting ourselves up to fall on the sword and not have it happen. But because we did that, because we put it off, then we used it as evidence in our, for ourselves that we were incapable of doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times we do that. I mean, we just expect everything to kind of happen easily and quickly. And even when we know that we're not the best at whatever we're trying to attempt, we still think that things should just come naturally to us. And that's just not how life works. Things don't naturally happen most of the time. Right. That's just not how the world works. You don't go out and say you want to do something and then it just falls in your lap. And if it did, we've all heard it, then you're not prepared for it when it does. Like if it just happens with 
no struggle, with no trying, with no education, you're going to get to a place where you have a thousand people in front of you and you don't know how to speak. Or you you know, are trying this big thing and you get there and you're overwhelmed with the fact because you've never actually trained yourself to do it. You don't know how to do it. You've never experienced the things. A lot of times we want to focus on the mountaintop, but like, you know, the process is where the progress happens, but you got to go through the process. And we talked about that a few weeks ago, but really it comes down to being smart, being tactical with what you're doing, playing to your strengths and understanding your weaknesses and understanding that if you do have weaknesses, then you need to give yourself grace, give yourself time and give yourself a good space and energy to make sure that that's able to happen. Right. And I think that one of the biggest ways that I personally try to set myself up to fail even subconsciously is that I just make really unrealistic and unachievable goals for myself. And what I mean by that is I'll do, I'll set a goal that I actually just don't have enough skill set for yet, or I'll, I'll start something when the season of life is not really great. And that's, I mean, yeah, sometimes that can be an excuse, but sometimes it's just really flat out, not the right time. And then another one is that I'm just simply asking too much of myself. I'm, there's too big of an ass there. I'm just not there yet. Right. I find myself just going off of that too, is in biting off too big of thing to chew, I'm not really allowing myself the time that it's going to take to achieve it. So it's like, we've all been there, right? Sounds great in theory. You're like, I'm going to do whatever it is. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to go do this or that. But then you don't think about what actually it takes to get there. We look at other people and we see that they're there and we're like, cool, I want to be there. Man, I want to be right where they're at. But we discount the fact of what it actually took to get there and how much time commitment it is to get there. And do we really want it enough? Are we really there enough to say we want to do this thing and we're willing to commit the time? Because that's where a lot of our frustration comes. We have all these things on our plate, but we want to do this other stuff. But also, you got to be real with yourself too, because it's not just working all the time. You also have to rest. You also have to have the ability to take care of your kids. You also have to have the ability to do the other responsibilities that you have in your life. So are you allowing yourself enough time on your timeline overall, or are you making it much too tight just like we were with that ad? And another way I think that I specifically, but most of us probably set ourselves up to fail is that... I'm not breaking down my goals into smaller, like measurable things that I can look at. So rather than actually making it something that I can see progress in, I'm just like, oh gosh, I haven't done a thing because I'm not to the goal. So like, I can't see that I've made baby steps because I just know that the end goal has not happened for me yet. Right. And we always talk about celebrating the small wins, but the issue is we get so many things in our mind. And if you're anything like me, your mind gets really jumbled and then you don't even really know what you're talking about because you're not focusing on things you need to focus on. If you put it in smaller bite-sized chunks, then you can focus and you can figure it out. But I've heard recently that your mind is a minefield. So if you're all over the place, you're bound to step on something that's going to blow up in your face. Like You need to focus in and hone in and figure out what the most important thing is that you're working on. Otherwise, you're going to suffer forever with that monkey brain of hopping from branch to branch and constantly showing up bad in every area and then never achieving what you're setting out to achieve, but understanding you're doing it to yourself. It's self-inflicted. And that's hard to hear because we don't want to put anything on ourselves. We want to blame everyone else. We want to point the finger at some other person or some other thing or some other circumstance for why we're not where we're at. 
But we understood in this scenario and in a lot of scenarios that we just were setting ourselves up to do that. And that's when you can start to institute some change. Right. And I think one of the big things for us too is like, we'll go all in on a goal and then we won't set specific aside time for fun or for a break from whatever we're doing. So we'll use our recent eating healthy kick for an example for you guys. So we decided that for the month of August, we were just going to eat way better and not do a bunch of fast food and everything. But when we tried to totally eliminate all evidence of unhealthy eating, it was way harder for us and we struggled way more and we didn't do as good of a job as we could have done if we would have just allowed for breaks in that time. So if we would have just been like, hey, you know, every weekend or once every other weekend, we're just going to do this and have a little bit of fun and take the kids out to eat. I think it would have been way easier than trying to like white knuckle just the perfect healthy eating for three weeks straight before on week four, we're just like, eh, screw it. We don't care anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was completely brutal. And again, whether it's eating, whether it's, you know, getting healthy or whether it's setting whatever goal it is in your life, I mean, we all have to be realistic with what we can accomplish and the challenges we're going to face. I think another struggle for me, and as I was just thinking through this, I I mean, it brings me back some of this too for my own life is Gay Hendricks wrote a book called The Big Leap. And there's an idea in there I want to read to you. It's a quote directly from the book, but it's each of us has an inner thermostat setting that determines how much love, success, and creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy. When we exceed our inner thermostat setting, we will often do something to sabotage ourselves causing us to drop back into old familiar zones where we feel secure. And I have struggled with this for so long and we've had conversations about this, but I figured I'd share it with y'all. I've found it so true in my life. Like if my job's going well over here, all of a sudden my relationship's struggling. If my relationship's going great, all of a sudden my job's going terribly. If my job and relationship's going great, all of a sudden I'm having problems with my kids. And it's really because I'm doing this. I'm setting the thermostat for my life and I'm bringing myself down to a level that I feel like I should be in based on past experience. And it happens all the time. We've been through seasons where our job is easy. You know, things are just coming to us. They seem like very little effort. And then I manifest like things from our past and our relationship, even though nothing currently is in the way. That stuff comes into my subconscious and buries itself in my soul to like come out and be something that I have to deal with. And it's only because I'm trying to keep myself in a certain place. And this is probably the most powerful thing of this whole episode, because if you're sitting there keeping yourself in a place subconsciously and unknowingly and unaware that you're doing it, you have to get some awareness and start paying attention to it. Because in my own life, now that I am aware, I can cancel it as it comes in, correct it, and move on. But before, I would fall into a cycle and a pattern that I felt like I could never get out of, but it was a pattern and a prison that I put myself in. Yeah, we've talked about this idea so much. Even before you had read that book, I think, and we actually had a term or a, a quote about it or anything, we would talk about how, why does it always seem like, when, you know, everything's cruising, that something else comes in the way. And like, every time one thing's going good, something else goes to crap. Like we've had those kind of conversations for a very long time, many, many years. And now to have like this idea that somebody else has said, like, well, yeah, you're, you're doing that to yourself. It's, 
you're putting yourself there. You're putting yourself back to where you're actually comfortable, even though that kind of doesn't make sense. When you think about it deep down, you know that that totally makes sense because it's almost like, well, I don't deserve to be that successful. I don't deserve to be that happy or I don't deserve to be that whatever. And so you're always coming back to this internal thing and just kind of holding yourself back. And we've just, oh my goodness, the amount of times we've talked about this idea is just crazy. But I want to just wrap it around because I want to know there's got to be things that we can all try together. And we're right in the struggle with you most of the time that are ways to try to get ourselves out of this thing that we're doing, this self-sabotage, this setting ourselves up to failure, however you want to look at it. We have to have this mindset shift really to start believing and balancing what's possible for us and kind of understand that like big goals are great, but also there needs to be a healthy dose of reality in there so that we have things that are achievable, but not too achievable. Like I think that I've long struggled with this. Either I want to have the world's biggest goal or I'm like, nah, I don't want to do anything and I don't care. I just have to find this healthier way to think about it where I can sort of make something happen from that. Like it's not an easy goal to achieve, but it's possible. Right. And I, man, I, even as you're saying that, it, it's such a challenge that I struggle with too, because it's, well, you know, you want to make it attainable, but you don't want to make it too easy. But then you don't want, it's like, I always struggle with the fact, am I biting off too much or am I just procrastinating and being too lazy and not taking the things on because I have a perfect excuse for why I'm not doing it? Right. Is this audacity or is this freaking crazy? <laughs> right, right. And so as you say it, I know the struggles people are facing out there because I face them myself. But I think that's why the thing is, like you said, it's it's not about the goal being big or not. Have the big audacious goals. Have them. But break them down into smaller attainable things so that you can feel good about it in the moment and then have some momentum moving forward. I think a lot of times we set the goal so big and then we just get discouraged and then we can't set momentum and then we feel like we didn't accomplish it. The next thing I would say that we do is we set some realistic time frames. We just went through a couple weeks of time not that long ago where our son had been exposed to COVID and so he was out of school for two weeks. Well, we were in the middle of like trying to develop some content for y'all. Well, how are we going to do that when our son's home there every day? And you know what, y'all? We didn't. We had to give ourselves grace. We did what we could do in the time we had and the rest we let go. And I know that's hard for y'all because you set a goal and you want to accomplish it, but you got to be realistic with what comes up, what obstacles are going to be in the way and give yourself grace, but also being setting realistic timeframes for when things are going to get done. This is important, not only for the fact that it helps you accomplish the goal, but it also gives you a framework for how you're going to accomplish the goal. Because you're like, if this day I need to accomplish this, and then this day I need to accomplish this, by the end of the week, you're going to have accomplished that or the end of the month or whatever the time frame is. But if you don't do that, then there's no way that you can benchmark that you're even coming close to attaining it. And at the end of it, what do you think the likelihood that you will attain it will be? About zero. Yeah. And I love that you were talking about grace there because one of the things that I had really wanted to mention is just being patient with yourself because like you said, there are things that come up. And if if you can't have the patience, if you can't have the grace, then you're just going to give up because you're going to immediately go to like, well, 
I failed. That's it. I clearly can't do it. Like we have done so many times. We are not immune to this. We do this still to this day. And it's just, it's just a struggle. And if you don't accept that you need to be patient with yourself, it's going to be a whole heck of a lot harder because you're just going to have to start from fresh all the time because you're not going to be able to like dust yourself off essentially and get back to where you were. You're going to stop, pause, give up, have to, you know, circle back around in three months when you're ready to try again. It's just, it's just a lot harder than simply being like, well, that sucked for a minute and let me get back up and get back on this. And it's okay that this happened. Setbacks occur. Right. And I think the the issue we all struggle with there is I having it all figured out right off the bat. Things do not come that simple. Like you have to go through the process. It is a learning process. It's called a process because guess what? It's a process. We can't have it all figured out right off the bat. And this is something that hurts for me to even say because I want to have it all figured out. And when I don't, the fear sets in and the worry sets in and the the self-talk, the negative self-talk and the the my self-love and worth is challenged because if I can't figure this out, then what can I do? And I know it's hard, but y'all trust the process. You got to be able to put in the time that you have and know that it's going to bear fruit later if you trust the process, if you follow through on the things you committed to. And even more than trusting the process, which is a great point, I think you need to trust yourself. I th- you were kind of hinting at this, but belief in yourself is just, it's so instrumental to this topic we're talking about today. Like you just have to be able to understand that even if you don't know right now, you have the capacity, you have the ability to know in the future. Even if you can't do it right now, you will be able to learn how to do it in the future. Like these are all things that are just really hard pills to swallow because sometimes we just are not understanding who we really are and believing in ourselves. I think the most important thing we all can do before we take on the goal, before we even start the process of starting the goal, we make a list of what we want to achieve and we prepare for it. What do I mean by prepare? I mean, it's not going to go 100% the way you want it to go. It is not going to be without obstacles. It is not going to be without resistance. I'm not trying to be a pessimist. I'm, I'm being a realist. Things never go the way that you planned. Never. Nothing in my life has ever gone exactly like I hoped it would go. So what are you going to encounter when you take on those goals? Is time going to be a factor? Are the things you're doing realistic? You have to think about it before you start because otherwise you are setting yourself up to not achieve the goals you're trying to achieve in the time frame you're trying to achieve them. So prepare for the obstacles you're going to face. Prepare for the things that are going to come in front of you and understand that it does take time to prepare. I know we like get excited and we want to just jump in and we want to go head first into this thing. And that's awesome. That's amazing. But y'all, we've said it before and we'll say it again. Motivation is fleeting. That motivation you feel today won't be there when you face the obstacles. But if you prepared for those obstacles and know that they're going to happen, you might not know exactly what they are, but you sure know there will be something. Then you're going to be more mentally ready to take it on when the time comes. So y'all this week, look at your life. Look at your goals. Look at the things you're trying to do. And also be honest with yourself. Are you setting yourself up to fail? Have you been doing some of these things we mentioned? Are you sabotaging it? 
The best thing you can do is think about it, identify it, become aware of it, cancel it and change it and move forward with some of the strategies we've talked about today. And you're going to find yourself a lot better off at the end. If you get into some of this, you have questions, you need a little help, you need a little guidance, you just want to say hi, reach out to us. You know where we are and we love y'all. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you want to be our BFFs, leave us a review. It helps more people find the show and allows us to share our message with the world. We love y'all.